Welcome to Recovery Internet Radio, live from Straight Up Studios. Uh, I am Aaron, also the stats guy. This is our 31st show here. Woo. Uh, and our host tonight, Rick Atwater. Thank you, Aaron. Aaron, Aaron's the new guy. <laughs> uh, hi, welcome to to uh, Recovery Internet Radio and our show, Straight Stuff on Addictions. Tonight, our tag is Taking Care of the Temple, Sober and Healthy. Thanks for joining us tonight, where we are every Sunday night at 8 o'clock. And thanks to our engineer for the evening, Aaron. Uh, and... Uh, so yeah, so we'll have to give Aaron some trouble. Um, it was a fine start. We're off. It to, was. Off to a, we were. A good start here. We're, we're off to a good start. The timing was all was all good. We actually went on the air. Um, and and another little factoid, Aaron, you were right. I, we because we counted up before the show, thirty one, uh-huh. thirty one. This is our thirty first show, which we're all kind of we're all kind of aghast at having. Having done right. done that many shows, yeah. um, but we've also had almost twenty thousand listens. Wow! So I just checked that out today too, just for your statistical right. Yeah, purposes. I should have known about that one. You should have. I should have told you. Should have told you before. So you can call into the show for questions, comments, or opinions at our regular call-in number three two three seven nine two two nine seven seven. That's 323-792-2977. We um, hope that you will uh, contact us if you have a question. We'd love to hear from you. Or you can tweet us at Rick Atwater, and that you can do that live. We get your tweets. We respond. Um, I think we did one I think we did one or two last week, in fact. Yeah, we were a little tweety last week. We were a little tweety. Good. Uh, also, remember to check out our, uh, our website, recoveryinternetradio.com, for all of our archive shows and recovery resources. Um, a couple of quick uh a quick mentions to some of our some of our friends. We have um, one of the best chiropractors around, Dr. Tom Franz, Franz Chiropractic. Uh, in Crystal Lake, Illinois, you can reach Tom Franz, Dr. Tom Franz by calling 815-444-9466. Um, good guy, knows what he's doing. Uh, and uh, our friends at Dirty Laundry Designs, Fresh Cards for Addiction and Recovery. You can contact them at DirtyLaundryDesigns.com or by calling 815-245-1209. That's 815-245-1209, Dirty Laundry Designs. And uh, finally, our friends at uh, Double Take, a band called Double Take, and uh, you can check their... Upcoming gigs by calling or by uh, checking their website at doubletakechicago.com. They're a lot of fun. Go see them. Um, tonight, uh, our guest is Chris A. And, yeah, Chris A. And in the interest of self-disclosure, you might recognize his voice. He usually sits in the engineer chair. Uh, he's a multiply talented young gentleman. And so um, he does... Uh, he does something having to do with taking care of the temple and staying sober. So, welcome to you, Thank Chris. You, happy uh, to be happy to be. I'm on the other side of the desk. You're on, you, you know, we're on the radio, but you know, isn't you're that, here. I just I just moved over a seat. That's kinda, true. It's kinda, is it kind of weird for you? Uh, you know, I, I don't know. No, not really. It's all right. Yeah, it's all right. Okay. 
maybe next week we'll just shift one more and then, you know. Yeah. You engineer, I'll host, and we'll yeah, we'll just swap all the way around. We'll <laughs> Maybe we'll get yeah, we'll get the studio audience involved here. And we'll get them in the mix too. So you are, um, if I've got this right, you're a nutrition and wellness coach. I, I go with health and wellness. Health and wellness. Okay. Right. You know, which which kind of embodies or encompasses a little bit more than just nutrition. I gotcha. And you think of you think of health. Um, you know the things that I'm I'm trying to help people with include include nutrition, you know, diet, right. nutrition, right? Um, but you know, as well as uh, as well as exercise, mm-hmm. peace of mind, stress reduction, um, you know. So it encompasses the whole, more the whole person rather than kind of if a, you say fitness, it's more it it feels more like that's exercise just exercise related. Right, that's that's definitely a part of it, um, you know. But it's really more about the balance between all the different aspects okay. coming together. And okay. People are going to need certain things. Right. Um, not everybody, you know. Maybe somebody has a great diet. You know, they eat right. healthy. They, you know, they, you know, they're, they're not worried about their weight. But at the same time, you know, the, the work-life balance is, is out of whack, or you know, they just don't feel good in their own skin because they're they're not getting to the gym or they're not getting proper, you know, right. regular exercise. Or it could be any number of things. Okay, so, so it's more it, it's more about you're you're kind of you're kind of more of a of a balance or, or bringing balance to the to the uh, the elements. Yeah, I, most mm-hmm. of what I've found is really you can't you can't fix one thing and and then leave the other part out. You know, I, it, yeah, without without the whole picture, you know, an alignment, it, it's not going to work no matter what you right. Do. Like you can't. Go on a diet and and not go to the gym and expect that you're gonna that that the goal I guess is 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 health and wholeness rather than just and that I guess is one of the questions I had I think that people you know when they when they think about this they think about you know they they think about health and wellness then diet comes up and then. I think what most people think of is, you know, it's going to be either one or the other. You know, when you, when you think of health, okay, well, is that, you know, I go to the doctor, he says your cholesterol is okay, uh, you know, no major problems, you know, you're free to go. Mm-hmm. And that's about that's about it. Most of the time from an MD, and, and most of these guys are incredibly smart, but, you know, to be a doctor, I think it requires, they just started requiring in your education to have a minimum of one semester of nutrition. As, as a you know in, in your education and your training to be an MD, mm-hmm. and it's not not to say that these guys aren't, aren't geniuses because you know it, to get your doctors is a pretty big deal. But most of the time, their focus is on curing what's wrong with you. You've got right. to come in. I've got diabetes. Well, here you need to take this insulin shot. That'll fix your diabetes. Right. But what's happening is you know things have shifted and. The focus has kind of now become more on treating the treating the problem, not the uh, you know not the symptoms of the problem. Yeah, or the underlying causes of the. Right. We can yeah. we can fix obesity here. You know, there's pills to keep you from gaining weight. There's quick fix diets. There's you know your doctor might might give you lap band or gastric bypass if you're you know severely obese. Um, you know, insulin shots and bigger, you know, better, easier to use blood glucose monitors or any of these things. They're all all good and they all help. 
but it doesn't treat the main cause of the problem, which is usually right. it's and it's after the fact. Right. It's like once there is a problem, then the doctor you, you can't keep putting band aids on something that's broken. You know, you have yeah. to treat the treat the root cause, and then the symptoms you know magically dissipate. Right. You know, or don't show up in the first place if right. if you if you're you know ideally yeah I think most people that come in and are looking for somebody um, want help you know most of the time because you know somebody that's in peak physical condition and keeps track of the diet and you know does yoga three times a week maybe they want help in a specific area absolutely but most of the time what attracts people to it is is they had a moment they had a moment in their life where they thought. Well, something isn't right. Yeah. I just, you know, I heard that Twinkies were not going to be anymore. I, I pounded two boxes, mm-hmm. and I feel like crap. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, then maybe that's their moment. Maybe that's like, all right. All right. Can we have a moment of silence for a hostess? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and a little, and a thank you to Aaron for bringing, what are these? Uh, sweet pecan rolls. Sweet cinnamon. Pe- cinnamon. Sweet cinnamon. Cinnamon. Yeah, cinnamon. Well, anyway, yeah, they won't be around for long. Anyway, email the okay. show. They're twenty. We'll save a couple. Twenty bucks a pop. <laughs> <laughs> Twinkies are a hundred. Twinkies are a hundred. Individually wrapped. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So people have a people come in. They 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 have a reason. They it it may not be as big a problem as di- uh, diabetes, but it's right. A re- there's a reason. And I, you know, I'm not a, I'm not a doctor. I'm not right. I'm not trained to. to you know, administer medical advice or, you know, things like that. But, you know, most of the, if, if you've got diabetes and you're, you're going into a diabetic shock, I'm not your guy. You know, I can give you some advice and get you to the hospital. Absolutely. But once they get you on a treatment program and you're stable, then you can start looking at your diet and you right. can start looking at your, you know, your fitness and your exercise habits and, and what you can do to, to help. So how you can maintain your health how you can stay healthy in the first place or maintain your health if you've become unhealthy. And Absolutely. Ideally, okay. you know, if, if you maintain it from the, from the get-go, you change your oil every 3,000 miles, you know, you keep track of your car, you keep track of, you know, you've got to mow your lawn, you gotta you got to take care of your, you know, when we talk about taking care of your temple, what's the only thing that's going to be with you your entire life? You know, where are you going to spend the most time? You know, you're in your body. You're mm-hmm. not going anywhere. Yeah. So, I think we it's easy it's easy because it's so omnipresent to overlook the fact that it's the most important thing to maintain and and it gets you know left by the wayside. So how well I, I actually have a couple of questions, but sure. how did you how did you get started in this and that ties into I guess well that ties into your personal your personal stake in this of course. Sure. And then I I also want to know a little bit about what you what you yourself actually do. I mean, what what does your program, if you want to call it that, look like? Absolutely. Well, that's a, that's a lot of stuff, I guess. There is a lot there. You know. So how did you get? What do you want to do? What do you want to talk about first? How did you get started? You, I'll tell you what my my aha moment was. Okay. You know, I said you know, some people okay. have that, that that two boxes of Twinkies. Right. For me, it was standing around with family mm-hmm. and seeing a picture of myself. Uh, from uh, from my uncle's wedding, mm-hmm. and you know, just kind of having a you know nice conversation with friends and family, and like, oh, look at that picture! Oh, I remember that wedding. Man, you got really big, Chris. And I kind of looked at the picture, and I thought, yeah, you know, I I didn't recognize 
the guy I was looking at, I thought, huh, that's weird. And, and it's not to say I was ever what would be considered, you know, crazily obese. People didn't walk by me on the street and gasp, right? I mean, it wasn't like, you know, a, a clinically ridiculous thing. But, but you knew you were way, way over you know, or, or significantly over? For a number of years, I, I remember buying bigger and bigger pants, loosening the belt every so often. You know, it was always going the wrong way. Yeah. And, and it never occurred to me. It's such a slow and steady change that, <laughs> that I had this moment where I just see this picture and I realized everyone else sees me a different way than I see myself. I probably still, I saw myself as, you know, I ran track. I was in cross country. I was always, I was always the thin, you know, skinny kid. I never worried about it. Do you think people, I I, this is just a sort of a off the grid question, but do you think that most people see themselves looks wise the way they really look or do you think most people have that a little bit of a distortion like like you did i think everybody has a distortion okay now i think you know and, and that goes all the way from one end to the other from you know body dysmorphia to things like anorexia or bulimia where it's severe where you you know no matter what you do you're not thin enough or but i think everybody has a little bit you know i look in the mirror and I'm probably a little bit better looking and more charming than, than everybody else might be. <laughs> but, you know, call it, call it an optimist. But I think everybody... Yeah, uh, call it what you will. Yeah, right. So that's one side of it. And then there's the other side of it, too. Not everybody feels that way. You know, some people will have it the other way, where, you know, they'll be real, you know, in more of a depression or, you know, mood can affect that quite a bit, too, where I'm having a bad day and my pants don't fit, I'm no good, and you kind of right. get stuck in, in that circle. Either way, I got it. I think the healthy way is, you know, you look in the mirror and what you see is what you get. But, you know, that's not always the case. Okay, so your wasn't for me. That was so your moment was was that was that picture, and and then you're you're actually you know you're actually now in in a situation where you're starting to coach people in in this in this uh, health and wellness. Uh, arena. Mm-hmm. So this is, you know, you've taken it from an aha moment all the way to getting yourself educated and getting yourself trained and well, starting to you, help. I'll give you a brief a, a brief synopsis of how I got to the point where I, yeah. I could have yeah. that aha moment because you know okay. that, that didn't happen you know on its own. I, okay. I feel like I had something to do with it. Yeah. Um, you know, after after being relatively athletic and active. You know, through high school, uh, when I went to college, I didn't, it, late late in high school, I don't know if you want to say I fell in with the wrong crowd or if I made some, you know, mm-hmm. questionable decisions, but uh, I took up smoking, uh, I smoked marijuana, I started drinking, um, you know, I was, I was going to college partly because I thought, A, that's what you do after high school, mm-hmm. why, I don't know, just thought it seemed like a good idea and, oh my God, I can go and party, mm-hmm. right? I can party my ass off. Mm-hmm. So, so that's what I did. Mm-hmm. Um, that didn't last too long. Came home sooner than later. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> and from there, you know, that wasn't enough of a wake-up call for me to to say, hey, maybe this isn't the direction you want your life to go. But you know, I, I managed to hobble along and, and keep things running. And worked as a bartender. Uh, you know, got married, had kids, worked in the restaurant business. You know, so. Food and booze and smoking and and then marriage and children and stress and you know the mm-hmm. whole the whole American dream there 
Right. You know, I have the whole the whole package. Yeah. And I the last thing I thought about every now and then I'd get this moment where I think, yeah, you know, I should go for a jog or something. It's been a long time. I used to run, you know, six days a week. Yeah. And I probably, you know, I'd get winded running up a flight of stairs. <laughs> so, you know, that was, was a long, slow right. grind to get to where I got. But right. that was a big part of it. So we're talking all up. the way from the end of high school through your your mid twenties here. Yeah, I was way more worried about, you know, when I you know, initially partying and having mm-hmm. fun. I wasn't I didn't give a rip about my body or you mm-hmm. know, taking care of it or Yeah. You know, that wasn't even on the radar. Yeah, we were we call that being Teflon. Yeah. You were, you were still Teflon. Yeah. I yeah. ran in, I ran in high school. That'll last me through the rest of my life. I should be good, right? <laughs> yeah. It turns out that wasn't the case. Yeah. yeah. So and then okay, so then all of those things led up to that that moment. Yeah, I, you know, and, and like I said, it wasn't, it doesn't happen overnight, you know, and no one wakes up one day and realizes, uh, you know, it doesn't, it, it just, you don't, you don't put on 70 pounds and think, oh, geez, what the heck, you know, <laughs> it was a little by little and, you know, steady, steady neglect. Yeah. Steady neglect and denial. Yeah. You know. I, and I for didn't some want to deal with a lot of things, and, and my my health was, was among those things. Sure, and some people, de- you know, de- I, I know some people deal with issue, weight issues that revolve around the medication that they take. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people have weight issues. Does that does that matter? I mean, in your in your line of work, does that matter? I mean, the important thing is to really get to the again get to the root, you know, because. Overweight is a symptom. Okay. It's not a cause. It's it's a result of you know either having too much you know taking in too much too many calories or mm-hmm. not expending enough you know on the most basic level. But yeah, of course. I mean, food is like that's tied in, man. That's uh, you know talk about emotional eating, mm-hmm. eating disorders. Obviously, we mentioned that already. Um, but you know, people eat when they're depressed. People eat when they're happy. Uh, you know, we're coming up to the holidays now, and you know that's a big that's a big one for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of times, you fall into the same trap. And I know it, it, it's something that happens in recovery too, where you know I quit Twinkies. No more Twinkies for me. They're bad for me. I know it doesn't do well for my body. I'm going to stay away from. I'm going to stay away from junk food. Right. So I make that commitment, and then we come into we come into the holidays, and it's Thanksgiving. You're with your family, with your friends. Hey, we're making pecan pie. You want a slice? Uh, uh you know. And then you're then you're stuck. Then you're in the situation where mm-hmm. you don't want to be ungrateful. You don't want to, you know, you don't want to seem weird. You know, you've always been the one that loved the pie. You know, <laughs> I love that pie, but now I made that pie. <laughs> give me some pecan. Give me some pumpkin. Give me it all. But to have that, okay, now I had a taste. Well, fuck it, I ruined it. I'm gonna eat mm-hmm. the whole pie. Mm-hmm. And then you know, then you're halfway through a gallon of Ben and Jerry's because you feel bad about the pie and then right. you know, there's a lot there's a lot of connections that go out with that. Right. So when I say get to the get to the root of that, the eating isn't necessarily the problem. It's the cause, it's the, the result of my low self esteem mm-hmm. or about my, my bad feelings. Yeah. So without addressing that, why am I feeling this way? Well you're not gonna I, I can't just say, Hey Bill, uh you know, you eat too much pie. Lay off the pie, it'll be fine. Right. It doesn't, doesn't fix the problem. Right. It sounds suspiciously like 
a drinking problem. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very right. similar. You just don't put down the drink. Somebody might have said that, you know. <laughs> hey, why don't you why don't you slow down there, Chief? And uh, yeah, if that was the solution to you know addiction, whether it's to a chemical substance, behavioral, uh, you know, and and I know in myself, and I recognize it in others when I see it that it's not it's not the food, it's the behavior right. that's the problem. It's, uh, you know, whether it's a sex addiction, whether it's, uh, you know, I, I can't stop shopping. I, you know, I max out my credit cards or whatever. Right. You know, well, for a lot of people, it's, it's food. Yeah. Because it's easy. It's everywhere. I can go through, especially nowadays, I can go through Wendy's. Mm-hmm. I can go through Burger King and I can go through, you know, I don't even have to get out of my car. I don't even have that level of, uh, there's, there's no barrier. No. You know, the guy at Wendy's isn't calling the guy at McDonald's and saying, hey, Chris just came through here. I don't think you should. Don't give him another burger. No, there's no. He's had had enough tonight. You know, and there's no. He's going to get a BUI. And there's not as many (laughs) (laughs) short-term burger while driving. There's not as many short-term consequences either for for someone that's a compulsive eater. Right. Where, yeah, there's huge, serious, long-term, life-threatening diseases and consequences, but you're not going to get pulled over for eating too many burgers. Right. They're not going to stop serving you at Wendy's. There's no, there's not as many checks. No, it's, so it's, it's, it's easy. Very easy. So, so we've kind of gotten to how you got started here and what your kind of, what your stake in it is. What do you do personally? What do you, what's your program look like? Well, it's taken me a lot of, a lot of trial and a lot of error. You know, um, what's kept me going is, I, I had that moment, and um, I had other friends, you know, in, in a similar situation where, you know, when I had that moment and I started trying to make improvements in my life, I saw them reflect that, and they, you know, it, it, it reverberates out. So that gave me a lot of a lot of hope and a lot of encouragement to keep going. Because, right. You know, working out with somebody or trying to lose weight with somebody is, is a huge advantage, but just seeing that, like, you know that feeling you get, you know you did something good and you're just so damn happy that everybody around you seems like they're happy for you, whether they are or not, you know? Right. But like, this guy's doing something. What's this guy doing? Right. So having that feeling was, was nice. Right. And the physical changes you can see quickly, too. I mean, even with a moderate, you know, caloric restriction diet and actually, you know, little, just so you, little stuff. Do, so do you stay, are, are, do you count calories? Do you uh, do Jenny Craig? Do you... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I kind of got off track. I, I've done a lot of things. Yeah. I've done a lot of things. Um, what intrigued me most was uh, fitness programs and diets from um, professional athletes hmm. and bodybuilders in particular and mm-hmm. people that have these physiques that I thought, how in the world can you, how, how can you do that? It's like superhuman to me. And you know, at the time, it seemed like unbelievable. It's still kind of unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> It is radio. Nobody can see me, right? Right. I look just like that guy. Right. Yeah. That chiseled. Immense face. Yeah. That was me. Yeah. That 20, 22 inch yeah. waist and 47 inch shoulders. Not yeah. Quite there, right? Yeah. Vin yeah. Diesel over there. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, I'm in, I'm in pretty good physical health, but, you know, it's a work in progress. So, mm-hmm. and, and as it should be. Um, but that was what intrigued me the most. And that's. that's so that's where you, that's what you lean into? Extreme stuff. Yeah. I think, like, Here's, here's Give me examples. I, walk through walk through Barnes and Nobles, and go to the diet section, and tell me what part of that store has more different 
books and different ideas than any other, you know, if you want to do some light reading for the rest of your life. Read about diets and exercise? Oh, my God. I thought you were going to say that that was the exercise, walking <laughs> through Barnes & Noble, because that's probably about the most exercise that I would can, I would get. But. The best thing you can do with those diets, I mean, if you have them all, you know, lift them, you know, make steps out of them, climb up and down them, you know, absolutely. Put them in boxes, lift them. So do you so do... I a lot of them. I did. I, I, I said, well... Let's see what works. So, do you uh, do you do you lift? I do, I do. I how, go, how many? You ask me what I do. I'm, I'm just kind of going off here. But how um, many times? How many times a week do you lift? I'm not letting you off the hook. I want to know. I, I want to know what you do. I work out three times a week. Okay. Uh, I try to get three days a week in the gym lifting weights. Okay. Pumping iron, as they say. Okay. And uh, you know, I'm not like I said. I'm not. I'm not a, a meathead, or you know, I'm not one of these guys. You know, they. Some people take it more seriously and they're more, that's their goal. I just want to be fit. I just want to stay in good health. So I go and do a basic compound lifts, um, things like deadlift, bench press, squat, things that have been around forever. Basic core kind of stuff? Basic core kind of stuff. I, there's, we, we don't have enough time in the world to talk about all the different programs or kettlebells or Swiss balance balls. You, it or, seems like, like, I know a little bit about you, about you because... Well, we're related, <laughs> so, and uh, and actually, and actually, I should say you actually did do some, you know, some food coaching for me in the last uh, last I don't know three four months, which was helpful. But um, you do a lot of different things. Like I know you bike, I know you run, I know you swim, I know you participate in in competitive running still, yes, competitive yes, racing. Yes. Uh-huh. You like those mudslide, uh, what are those crazy, what are those called? Uh, it's just really become crazy popular, but, you know, there's Warrior Dash or, you know, obstacle race, uh, you know, adventure race, call it what you will, but, yeah, it has a whole. Does doing a lot of a lot of different stuff, is that is that a good is that a good thing for you? A bit of advice for anybody that's looking to, to develop a fitness program of their own. Do something that you like. Mm-hmm. And. You know, you say, well, I don't really like to do anything. I like to, I like to watch Oprah, and mm-hmm. you know, whatever. That's okay. You know, find something, try something. That's what I do. That's, I got to keep it interesting. How about we badminton? We badminton. You know, we, badminton, you know, we, <laughs> we could go. Be, okay, you know, we could go there. All right, there. we could start there. There's always, a, there's always a place to start. Let me, let me just get to. Uh, yeah, well, that was one of the questions: is if the gym is not an option, and that, and I wasn't, I was sort of being facetious there with the wee bit, but but, but I mean, for some people, gym is not an option. Oh, absolutely. So I mean, they for got they got to do something. It's been it, there's been an insane explosion across America uh, of health buffs. Yeah. I think with the with the way the economy's been, they just want somebody in there using those machines. So right. Ten dollars a month is usually pretty doable. Yeah. You know, but that wasn't always the case. Right. And sometimes you're not going to be in an area where you can get to one, or maybe you don't have transportation to live far away, or, you know, the closest gym's half an hour away or 45 minutes away, and that's a great excuse not to go. Yeah. So, you know, for the price that you pay for a gym membership, a few simple things around the house. I mean, honestly, at the very basic level, and depending on your level of fitness as you are right now, if you're just looking to burn some calories, go for a walk around the block. You probably have shoes, you know. I think you can, you know. <laughs> probably, you know, probably do that, yeah. It's likely you're able to, you know, if you can walk, walk. Walk, you know, move. Get out there. Um, there's body weight exercises. There's there's a million and one things you can do with very little space 
and you know, no, no equipment. Or you know, I, there's a million things you can do. Wake up every day and see how many push-ups you can do. Absolutely. Okay. You, know, you can go sure. a pull-up bar at, at Walmart costs you, you know, seven dollars. Uh, you know, I don't know. It depends on where you are. If you're going to be starting to to bust out pull-ups, I mean, if you're if you're significantly overweight, that's probably not feasible. But when you start, you know, start with the walking, and then start walking more. You know, one mile, two mile. Okay, try to walk up some hills. Okay, and and then the 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 business of um, well, so I asked you about the, about what you do to stay. That's the that's kind of the fitness end of things for you. That's the you go to the gym three days a week. You do lots of different kinds of exercises. You do what you like. I do. I, I know you have kids. I know you're active with the kids. You got them moving. Mm-hmm. Actually, didn't did, Lily ran in a or was in a mini triathlon yes, for kids was. this year? Yes, she was. She did her first race this year. My daughter who's eight years old. Uh, Lily Ella did her first. She she you know. And and parents out there, if you think your kids don't learn from you, but without having, you don't have to say a word, but they're they watch. Oh, they're they watching. Oh yeah, <laughs> she was exci- she was scared, but she was excited to do it. I, it was her first time going. And she yeah. Had a blast. And now she'll be a vet the next time she the next time she <laughs> runs. Unbelievable. Eight years old. It was just so cool to see all those little my kids first up there. Like four years ago, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 30 years old, and, and she's right. Old, so. so well, let me just yeah we probably I think we probably need to um, go to go to halftime here so let me just let me just say one one last thing I want to ask you before we do do that and that is um, we talked about what you did on the sort of on the fitness end what do you do just for the sake of example what do you do on the food end how do you how do you manage your what you eat? Do you do you what? In fact, watch calories. I mean, I was kidding around about Jenny Craig, but do you watch that's, calories? That's a good question. I, you know, that's a really good question because, like I said, if you walk through and you say, "Well, which diet looks right? Do I listen to Dr. Atkins? Do I listen to Dr. Dean Ornish? Do I listen to the Sugar Busters? Do I listen to the guy on the news every morning that says coffee's bad or coffee? Maybe coffee helps me lose weight, but I can't have eggs. But very confusing. Um, what I personally do, I think the most important thing is awareness, hmm. education and awareness. And I'll, I'll I'll give you the most boring piece of advice that'll that'll you know you don't need any diet books. Every diet that works works because you take in less calories than you burn in a day, hmm. and that's it. Mm-hmm. There's really no. So you watch what you you watch what you put in there. You if I ate okay, I need about. You know, some, just short of 3,000 calories a day for, you know, an active 34-year-old male. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and there's formulas out there to figure that out. I'd be happy to sit down with anybody and go through that mm-hmm. and work out what your, you know, basal metabolic caloric needs are. But, you know, if I get my 3,000 calories a day from ding-dongs, so be it. Mm-hmm. You know, am I going to be nutritionally sound? Am I going to get all the proper vitamins and minerals that I need to be healthy? Absolutely not. But will I store that extra? There's no extra weight to gain because that's what I need. You burn the calories. Right. I mean, I'll be pretty sick of ding-dongs. But, you know. <laughs> well, you don't have to worry about that because you won't be getting any ding-dongs. <laughs> it's true. All right, well, so we're going to have to go I'm with... i a new diet book. It's called The Hoses Diet. Yeah. <laughs> you eat nothing. You eat nothing. <laughs> so calories in versus calories out. But, uh, you know. So do you... How, so how do you manage that cal- calories in calories i mean you obviously watch 
not only calories, but you you also watch what you eat. Maybe that's too big of a subject to get to in in a couple of minutes. Well, just but. before we get to break, I'll I'll you know calories in versus calories out. Okay. That's okay. That's your that's your basic yeah groundwork right there. Right. And then the second part is awareness. Okay. So, you know, things change in your life because you keep track of them because you're aware of them. If you don't keep track of things, they tend to remain stagnant or, or degrade. Right. Right. So, you know, not only do you need to know how much you eat, you need to know how much of what you eat. Um, and do I always do this? No. But you know what? You take your car in for a tune-up, what, once every six months, once a year? Mm-hmm. You know, you don't wait till it's sputtering and, and, and dying at the at the stop sign to right. get it checked out. You bring it in, they do a diagnostic, you do uh, maybe a three-day diet analysis. You keep track of what you eat for three days. Yeah, I saw you doing that. You were tracking everything you, you, you ate there for a while, weren't Absolutely. you? Absolutely. I mean, talk to someone that has problems with money. What is, what's the first thing you need to do? You need to write down every dime you spent. Right, so you, you can see what, going. yeah, because you can, so you can see the package. So that's, that's the awareness. That's the awareness. Okay. Because, you know, you need a base to work from. You need to know, you need to know yourself, you need to know your activity level, you okay. need to know what you need. And there is actually an application for smartphones that uh, you can log everything that you tri- everything that you eat. What's the? Absolutely. You got there's a couple of them. And there, what, what are they? I'm a huge fan of technology, and you know, I think, you know, God loves us all. For you know, I I think everybody should have a, this fancy stuff in your pocket. But uh, I use a, a app called My Fitness Pal. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a good one. Map My Ride has a has a nice map. My Ride. They they'll keep track of your. It'll track your GPS if you're riding a bike. It'll keep track of your calories burned. You Do you know? Is there another food. one that you know of? I don't know if off the top of my head it might have been the first one he said, but oh, okay. I know people that have used it and it's helped them. And so that's that's the aware that's that that captures right. the awareness. Yeah. All right, well, all right, that's kind of that kind of captures what I wanted to know and what I what I what I want to do in the second half here is begin to tie some of this information more more directly into sobriety sure. and what that means for people in 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 early sobriety and recovery and 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 that kind of thing. So. Uh, in 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 keeping with our our theme of uh, taking care of the temple, right. I asked Aaron to come up with a song. Right, and Chris actually suggested some rock and roll. So this is actually off of the album The Church of Rock and Roll. The Church of Rock and Roll um, by Fosse Shazam, and it's called The Temple. Okay, The Temple. All right. All right. We'll be back in a few. All right.
Okay. Ex- excellent choice of tunes. <laughs> what was that last little thing? Was that the horse thing? That play, was. Play that. Okay. That'll get us going. Yeah. Okay, that was good. Uh, that, that was fitting, uh, you know. I thought, that, I thought that went well. Right? Fitting tunage. Nice, nice picking. So, okay, um, a couple of a couple of things. Um, what I wanted to kind of get to was let's talk a little bit more specifically about about recovery issues and what, like what you've seen. What do what do people? What do you see people in an, in early recovery? What do you? What do they usually need? You know, it it varies a great deal. Um, I'll I'll say that at the start. Um, it's going to be different for someone that has been, you know, probably just out of treatment after being, you know, an alcoholic for a number of years, mm-hmm. as opposed to maybe someone earlier in their career. Yeah. Um, you know, the longer, you know, the longer you, alcohol is a toxin to your body. Right. Simple. Yeah. Um, you know, for some people in small doses, it does have certain health benefits, but for some people, there's no such thing as small doses. Right. And, and when, when we're talking recovery, recovery, we're outside the small right. doses department. Some people would argue, oh well, you know, a certain amount of red wine is good, or a certain amount. This is, this is this is not this is not who we're talking about. Here. No, that's not who we're talking to. No. Um, so for someone that that's been drinking for a long time, you know, a number of years, um, getting into recovery and and trying to put their spiritual life back together and get mm-hmm. their get their head in the right place. Um, just coming out, alcohol takes a lot out of your body. Hmm. Imagine, you know, you, you're you're a skyscraper, and you know you've been dealing with tsunami, earthquake, uh, wrecking ball conditions for ten years. Right, you're going to be pretty beat up. Foundation might be shaky. Things are, you know, you you know, we get we get some we get a chance to recover. You know, some mm-hmm. damage may be permanent, depending on the length of time, but. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes its toll on all your systems. Obviously, mm-hmm. everyone's familiar with with liver problems from heavy drinking. Um, right. You're also almost guaranteed across the board if you're if you're a heavy drinker, you're going to have deficiencies in, in all your B vitamins, mm-hmm. vitamin C, uh, you know, uh, magnesium, calcium things. Your things mm-hmm. your body needs to keep itself repaired. Right. Um, to to help you process food, so you right. have enough energy. So you're going to kind of feel like like shit. Mm-hmm. I mean, plain and simple. It's, mm-hmm. just, it's just the way it is. So, and also, I think people will often have, um, you know, bad habits. You know, drinking instead of eating is one of them. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> so that causes certain. You know, that's going to cause certain problems. But when people, so, well, walk outside of a, you know, any place where there's recovering people, and and I would bet dollars to donuts. As they say, uh, that there's probably going to be donuts, cookies, yeah. sugary treats, snacks, cakes. Yeah, know, that's a huge thing. Yeah, and people standing outside smoking cigarettes and drinking mm-hmm. coffee. Sure. So we sure. like to switch, you know, to kind of ease the ease the pain of that a little bit, and to, to you know kind of feed that addiction a little bit longer, maybe, or just to kind of deal with it for the time being. Mm-hmm. You're making a huge life change. So to substitute caffeine, nicotine. Mm-hmm. Simple sugars, you know, those are all, you know, in, in certain doses, that, that's drugs. Mm-hmm. That's mood-altering, you know, mind-changing stuff. Right. Your body reacts, you know, crazily. Right. You, you drink, you know, drink drink a monster and tell me you don't feel different. Yeah, and most, yeah, and most uh, you know, uh, most treatment centers, 
you don't you don't uh you don't get caffeinated coffee and uh you don't you don't smoke cigarettes and, no. and that's that's what you need to do um you know uh, if you're really if you're trying to purify you know get back to yourself you can't be mixing up the pot still. right you know you need to have if you want to have spiritual health you want to have mental well-being you can't we talk about you know taking care of the temple mm-hmm. you know you can't have a foundation built on quicksand you can't you know all these things affect your mood right if you have you know say for instance i think everybody's familiar with you know a sugar high and a crash mm-hmm. something like that and sure and it's a sugar high and a crash i mean really sure. i mean you talk about it in terms so, of drug use but. so when people come out of so when people come out of treatment um they're going to need some simple guidelines you know early recovery people are going to need some simple guidelines they're going to have their hands full with you know trying to maintain their their status as a as a non-drinking human being sure. they're probably going to be working some kind of a program if it's a 12 step program if it's a if it's a uh whatever it is i got to say we we got some fitness going on in the studio right now we got Yeah. Um, you know, 
when I say have that base, when you know how much you need to have, you have about that many calories a day, you eat a balanced meal. With a balanced meal, you want to have complex carbohydrates. You know, skip the skip the cheese the cheese tops and the you know anything in a fried and put in a bag. You don't want it. You know, <laughs> you want you want vegetables. You want to be shopping at the farmers market, man. You gotta go to not, food. Not the gas station. Not the ga- gas station. You 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 don't even eat. don't even bother. Sometimes I got bananas by the register. Bananas by the register. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. That's a, probably about the only thing that you're gonna get out of the gas station. I drink the gasoline. And you'd, be, you'd be better off. Yeah. I don't know. That's that's bad news. Yeah. So you need to know. That's what what I do is is a lot of what I do is education. That's a huge part of it because you know people have a lot of issues in their life and and nutrition. You know, what, what is nutrition? Mm-hmm. It varies from person to person. I mean, it's usually what you grew up with. If you grew up with ham sandwiches on white bread, well, that's a sandwich. That's lunch. You know, I mean, Cheetos, that's okay. You know, a lot of people, just, that's just how it is. Um, I was fortunate to have a background where I, 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 I had my fair share of ham sandwiches on white bread. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, <laughs> but you that shifted dramatically. But you, know. you, yeah, you might have also had hummus on pita bread and uh, <laughs> carrot sticks, or uh, yeah. So basically, you know, right out, you want to have a stable base. You want to have a balanced diet with a lot of fresh fruits and vegetables, complex carbohydrates and grains. Right. Try some quinoa. You don't know what quinoa is, maybe, but it's delicious. Go to the store, ask them for quinoa. Fantastic. It's a grain, right? It's a grain, high in protein, high in fiber, fantastic for you. You know, at the most basic level, eat more fresh, raw foods, limit your sugar, limit your caffeine. Um, you know, the more alive something is, the better off you are. I mean, if you can get it fresh, get it fresh. If I can buy the fresh broccoli, I buy the fresh broccoli. If I'm in a hurry, I can't. Frozen's fine. If that's not available, you know, out of a can, you're losing a little bit, but it's still it's still a vegetable. You know? Right. As long as I, I don't go all the way down the scale to Velveeta cheese, you know, then you've gone too far. You got to pull back, pull back, get, get out of the gas apartment. station, no road food. So when you have that, and and I'm and I'm eating a, a good amount of protein, carbohydrates, right. and vegetables for every meal, and I'm eating enough calories, I feel better. Right. And and I'm, what I'm getting here is that we got. We got a process. We're talking about a process a, a, that the base is a goal, and that we're working towards establishing better habits. We may not all be there 100, percent but we're working towards establishing absolutely what discipline. I, what I would count, do yeah, is you know what I do for clients would be to sit down and come up. You know, so we know we you start from something you know. You got right. you got to know yourself first. Right. So know what you need. And then, and then figure out what what you like. I mean, not everybody likes the same thing. Maybe I hate broccoli. Well, mm-hmm. you know, try asparagus. It's all right. Mm-hmm. See something different. But once you know, you know, and no one's going to be perfect 100% of the time. We mentioned uh, holidays coming up here. I'm going to have some pumpkin pie. Right. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. Right. Um, and we had a, we did have a, an audience question, which I want to get uh, get in real quick here, which which is having to do with uh, the motivation to stay with it because you get a lot of the People around the first of the year starting to, you know, the the gyms are full uh, on January second of people that got gift the gifts for, you know, and they go for time, yeah, right? they go for about a week and then 
they don't see any results in a week or two, so you know, yeah, right. they give up. Right. And, yeah, the next two months we'll we'll keep those health clubs open for another year. So right. That's good for them, but you know, what do you what do you say to those folks? What do you what do you say to people who are getting started but want you know want immediate results? It's it's hard to say. Everybody has their own has their own motivations. Um, but you know, as a general rule, if you can if you can do it with someone, that's fantastic. Right. Um, if you find somebody that's you know maybe looking to drop a few pounds, you know, it doesn't have to be drastic. You know. But and how long do you think you should give yourself before you are starting to measure feeling better? Really, you know, for me it can be it can be day and night. If I eat, you know, if I I, I like to do eighty eighty twenty. You ever ever hear eighty twenty? It's a it's a little it's kind of nice. But eighty percent of the time I, I I'm trying to be a hundred percent of the time. But eighty percent of the time I do real well. Mm-hmm. And twenty percent of the time I have I have a bag of Cheetos. Mm-hmm. I you know I have a Twinkie or I had a Twinkie. Right. You know you can't be perfect all the time when it comes to diet because I think you go kind of bananas. Right, so eighty twenty. Eighty twenty. Um, Time. How as how, far as like how long does it take you to start feeling better? If I spend a day, that that keeps me, that keeps me accountable to myself because I have that day where I'll have, I'll just you know I feel like having ice cream, and then I and then I'm like, well you know what, Snickers bars would go good with this ice cream, and right. and then all of a sudden I eat this and I, I just I can feel it, you know after try try eating clean. When I say clean, I mean you know. More more vegetables, more fruits, right? The sugar, right? For a week, you can do anything for a week, man. I mean, right. Cool. And then go back and cheat, have whatever you want on the weekend, and see how you feel. Mm-hmm. And you'll notice a difference. Your energy will be, you know, screwed up. Right. You'll feel, you know, and I always feel kind of just gross. Mm-hmm. Tired. Right. Low energy. Okay. I don't, I don't like feeling like. So that. you can get short-term results very quickly, very but quickly. if people are looking for weight loss and, um, you know, a chiseled physique and, yeah. you know. I think there's, you know, you could probably book a, a cosmetic surgery vacation to Mexico this winter and, you know, let's take care of the whole problem. Right. No. So you get the, to get the kind of results that people, you know, like, I'm, I'm, again, I'm thinking about a newly recovering person coming out of treatment. They want to, they want to feel better. Like you're saying, it's easy, to, it's easy to feel better pretty quick with, with managing your yeah. starting to manage your diet right away, Absolutely. and then result you know whatever results are, I'm not sure what what results end up meaning for people, but usually it's weight loss. Well, what we what we do, you know, and why I say it's kind of a difficult question to answer, especially you know what what do you expect? It's it varies a great deal, person to person. Right. Now, someone that's 150 pounds overweight, um, you know, dropping 10 pounds in a week isn't unreasonable. Right. And to see a scale move like that, you know, that's huge. Right. You know, somebody that somebody that's really been malnourished due to alcohol abuse for a long time probably doesn't want to lose weight. They just need to, you know, probably gain weight, you know, re re supplement themselves. Right. And, uh, you know, get back to healthy. Right. And that could take longer. Okay. To rebuild. Sure, you got a lot of stuff to rebuild. Right. Well, that that's like yeah. So there's, I end up with really there's. Not enough time to ask all the questions that that I really want to ask. Because I did want to ask about supplements, because I know people would. Right out of recovery, take a multivitamin. Okay. Let's just do a lightning round of questions. Yeah, I'll just bam, answer, knock them out. Okay, so take take a multivitamin. Does um, 
what's the deal with carbs versus protein? What's the deal? <laughs> <laughs> the carbs versus yeah. protein when you're talking about diet it, it is, you know, like reducing, increasing protein, decreasing carbohydrates. What is that? Is that a good thing? Doesn't it matter? That's a tough lightning round question. But uh, briefly, we eat food. I mean, I don't go to the store and pick things out of the carbohydrate aisle. You know what I mean? Right. Because most of what we eat is, I have a sandwich for lunch, and yeah, that's a blend. Right. But what you want to do is make healthier choices. Instead of ribeye steak, it's got a lot of marbling and a lot of fat in it, choose a leaner cut. Okay. Um, instead of okay. Wonder Bread, look for look for whole grains, things that are that are, you know, you can tell if you pick up a loaf of bread and it and it weighs mm-hmm. less than the mm-hmm. hair that you were holding a minute ago, then that's probably a bad sign. Okay. You want to have some. Next question: Do I need to eat organic? You know, you can if you want. Is it any healthier? Well, it depends on what you call healthy. Um, nutritionally, same. Okay. You know, um, vitamin for vitamin, you're you're going to get the same nutrients. Taste, usually better. Okay. Um, support your, you know, support your local farmers markets and your local farmers. That's a great thing to do, and you're going to, you know, skip the pesticides and, and other things like that. So it's a good thing, but it's not necessary. Does um, exercise affect your mood? Oh my gosh, are you kidding me? Fantastic, <laughs> fantastic question. Um, you tap into the same, you know, for those of us that are addicts. Uh, you know, especially if you're talking to somebody in recovery, you're releasing the same chemicals that you were getting from whatever, you know, pick your drug, you know. It, it either blocks or releases stuff in your brain, you know, mm-hmm. serotonin or dopamine or things that make you feel good. And when they talk about runner's high, that's that's a real thing. You know, that's you get to a point where you, you feel good. The more you do it, your body reinforces that mechanism. Okay. And, and as you continue on your fitness progress, not only do you get the positive reinforcement from a, a better self-image, you get a sense of accomplishment, um, hopefully some camaraderie with the people that you're going with, and physically, chemically in your brain. You, you actually go, get a you, chemical. Yeah. You actually get a chemical boost. Absolutely. Okay. Um, in your brain. What about um, what would you say? And this is this is going to be our last question. And then, does he know the exit the music? I think it says outro. Okay. okay. Figure it out. So push the button when the time yeah. comes. Don't do Batman or Robin. No, don't do Batman or Robin. <laughs> um, oh my God, one, one quick thing. <laughs> one quick thing about uh, um, people that have been in sobriety a long, uh, a long time. Um, is there anything that you would say to people who? I, I don't suppose people who have been in, sobri- in sobriety a long time would have any different requirements than somebody who's, you know just a normal person who's aging? Well, not necessarily, but we tend to have more, you know, that behavior doesn't go away. Mm. It can be managed and you can keep track of it, and it's always kind of there. And a lot of these poor choices in in diet and and nutrition and exercise, you know, if you talk about self-destructive behavior. So, in other words, people that even people that have been in in sobriety for a long time may still have, not not the greatest of habits. Absolutely. And they need to they need to work on it. Um we're we're just about out of time. I hope we get some I hope we get some questions uh you know from from the audience or I, you know get some questions later or I get some because I think this is really important stuff and uh you know I really 
want to thank you for being here. Absolutely. That's okay. You can, you can push that button anytime and then we'll, we'll be done. So, um, yeah, so is there anything else that you'd like to add before we before we put a wrap on this? I mean, I want to. I also want to plug you because I know you've worked with some people and yeah, you're working sure. with some with some young people. Or you can contact us through the website, and, and Rick can give you that information. Yeah. But um, you know, little changes every day uh, make make for big results in the long run. And having a good base will uh, will keeping your keeping your temper. Okay. <laughs> keeping your temple well built will, will really help with your with your spiritual health too. So. Okay. All right. That's good. And I know, yeah, and I know you do some things in that department as well, so we won't have time to talk about that. But I guess thanks for coming tonight, Chris A. And you know, you've heard how to reach Chris, and you can reach Chris through our website at recoveryinternetradio.com. And thank you, and thank you to our listeners and our studio audience. That's a little underground support source for the recovering community. We'll email our reminders for next week's show, and as always, look at recovery from a wide and open perspective. Remember to check recoveryinternetradio.com for all the archive shows and to sign up for our email reminder list. Remember, too, that we want to hear from you so we know where you are. As always, live today, love yourself and your neighbor, and together we'll trudge the happy road to destiny. We hope you've enjoyed the show. See you at 8 o'clock next week. Woo!